Support for this Marketplace podcast comes from Shopkeep POS, an iPad point-of-sale system empowering retail businesses to ring up sales, accept credit cards, manage inventory, and get real-time sales data from a smartphone. More at shopkeep.com. Marketplace is produced in association with the University of Southern California. What, the week's over already? Feels like we just got started. From American Public Media, this is Marketplace. Balance your life with dollar signs. Tune into Marketplace Money this weekend for a look at the issues affecting your wallet. Whether it's investing, renting an apartment, or sending your kid off to college, we'll help you navigate. From the Frank Stanton Studios in Los Angeles, I'm Kai Rizdahl. This is the Marketplace Podcast for Friday, the 17th of May. Good to have you with us. And there are Fridays, I will be totally honest with you, where I struggle to set up our review of the week gone by, where we have to work to find things to talk about. This is most definitely not one of those weeks. Here to wrap things up for us are Heidi Moore from The Guardian. She's in our studios in New York. And Sadiq Reddy from The Wall Street Journal down in Washington, D.C. Hey, guys. Hey, Kai. Hey, Kai. So let's see. Where do we start? Here's what we're going to do, Heidi. Item number one, we're going to try to get through the next four and a half minutes of live radio without saying um, IRS, okay? All right. <laughs> Um, let's, let's start, yeah, let's start, uh, instead actually up the food chain at the treasury department from the IRS. Oops, I blew it. Um, with this letter that Jack Lew, the secretary of the treasury, had he sent to John Boehner today talking about the debt ceiling. And he said in the first paragraph, Mr. Ba- Mr. Speaker, yada, yada, blah, blah, blah. Uh, we will soon have to implement quote, the standard set of extraordinary measures <laughs> to deal with the debt ceiling. Is that where we are now where extraordinary measures uh, have become standard to deal with the American economy? Yes, you have to love the infinite disappointment in that phrase, (laughs) (laughs) the infinite aggravation. Um, They really are standard. As a matter of fact, we just put some of them into effect a few months ago. They include things like, you know, temporarily not putting money into pension funds and suspending other payments that allow states to raise money. But we're so used to it by now that probably no one cares that we're doing this, um, including possibly. (laughs) Well, you care. Yes. Um, Maybe you can convince the rest of us because it's really hard to see why this time is different. Sudeep, come on. Help me out, man. Look, we we went through an incredible nightmare two years ago over the debt ceiling, but we've learned over the last few months that this issue is dead. Republicans are going to try to bring it up, but they know that it's not something that they can win over as a fight because of the damage that was done two years ago. Uh, But the problem is all of this shows that when you're not fighting about the debt limit, and we've also learned this week that the deficit is going to be a lot lower not only this year, but in the coming years, it means that there's very little economic policy that uh, you're going to see discussed in Washington. You've got the sequester, and we're stuck with an incredibly dumb sequester for the rest of the year. We're stuck with fiscal policy that is working against the extraordinary monetary policy. And all that means we're stuck with very slow growth as a result of Washington fighting the way it is. Seriously, Sadiq, do you think we're not going to have this debt ceiling fight in October or whenever it is that we're going to bump up against this thing? I really think the GOP learned a few months ago when we, we were talking about the ridiculous ideas like uh, minting a trillion dollar coin. Yeah, I love that. that there was idea. no Come way on. that uh, <laughs> the, the GOP was going to win on this, and uh, they really caved. And they're they're going to try to make this an issue and come up with some kind of uh, benchmark to attach it to in the same yeah. way they did a couple months ago. But it, it's over. All right, I, I don't buy it. We're going to have to have you back in October, and, and we're going to play this tape back to you. And I will be proved right because we'll be having that fight. But we will move on, Heidi. This thing. <laughs> Uh, about the deficit, $642 billion this year, way, way less than anybody expected. Uh, How come? What's going on? 
Yeah, well, we've been putting these cuts into effect. And I think what this highlights really is that um, it's really difficult to actually know what the budget is doing. You see all of these numbers. It's true. You see all of these numbers and they look like science, right? Yeah. They look like actual things that determine reality. And they're not at all. They are guesses. And here we've already proven that, you know, just a few months ago, we had all of this talk of the financial apocalypse and the debt that our children would carry because we weren't cutting the deficit. And with only a few mild yet annoying cuts through the sequester and through previous cuts to defense and so on, um, we've already seen the deficit shrink. And so what that tells us is that it should chasten us about our predictive power, especially when it comes to things like the budget or mm-hmm. the economy. We don't know. Sudeep, uh, without mentioning those three letters that I said we weren't going to talk about uh, up at the top, just briefly on the whole set of things that's going on uh, down in your neck of the woods in Washington, how much of a distraction?